What is good, everybody? Welcome back <laughs> to the big three, the only three, the D3 NBA show. We coming in with a long two today. We got one man missing, but my name is Ty, and I'm here with my boy Miguel. So it was good. What's going on, people? Thank you guys Bro, for tuning you, in to another one. You folded, because like, as soon as the camera turned on, you out here coughing your lungs out. Right, like, you see me, cool. but it you was it cool at first because you blew the smoke. I was like, "Oh, that's pretty tough." But then, then my boy started <laughs> near yakking. Bruh, to my people out there that smoke dad pens, y'all know exactly what I'm talking about. That shit is not meant for you to do tricks, bro. I was out here doing O's with that shit, and it's just sitting in my throat. But that shit was busting. No pause. That shit pause exactly, but that shit is just sitting in my throat. Pause. Word. Pause, double pause. <laughs> What's good with but you, bro? Been, bro? Shit, yo, hey, no cap. I I drunk a lot this week, but I'm not drinking this weekend. Okay. <laughs> uh, Thursday, no, on Wednesday, bro. J Rod had like a little kickback at his crib, mm-hmm. but I don't even like. I don't drink on during the week, but I got work. I worked Monday through Friday, mm-hmm. but I don't know why, bro. Wednesday, I've drunk half a Patron bottle by myself, bro, playing beer pong, <laughs> and that shit. Fucked me up, bro. Well, he he had a good amount of heads in there. Yeah, I was playing with a lot of people that we went to school with. A lot of people that went to school with us were there. But yeah, I was. And then on on Saturday, we we always get turned for the fights. But but yeah, I've been in this whole week though. I've been cooking. Me and my girl, my parents left. They're on vacation. They went they went to Portugal. So me and my girl Where been having to cook to ourselves. They went to oh. Portugal. Oh, your sister went there too, right? Yeah, everybody where I stayed. And they, um, we've been cooking and shit. We made mm-hmm. chicken yesterday. Well, chicken legs. We made penny vodka the other day. What? I mean, made. Yeah, I've been, we've been, th- we've been busting it down. No cap. Look my, at you. My first, Ordinary. my first dream. Yeah, my first dream job was to be a chef. Fun fact. Yo, you know what's funny? You know what's funny? My first realistic, like, thought of what I was going to do was also going to be a chef. That's I might funny. have just been like a little fatty, but everybody did it. <laughs> you were you, you were a chunky kid. You were a chunky yeah. Kid. Food food just be two seasons. I'm saying, bro. It should be two seasons. I'm saying, bro. <laughs> we we got some flavor in our on, in our bloodline, so like we 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 know how that go. But a lot of people don't. A lot bro, of I've had your mom's chicken in a while. Yo, bro, that shit is infamous. I'm telling you, people people ask me every day, bro. I see I see Spencer on campus every now and again, and he don't even call me by my name, bro. Like he like every time I'm walking and I hear somebody say Taha Chicken, I know it's Spencer. Like, yeah. <laughs> and and I'll be with some of my friends that like didn't go to Carteret, and they and I met them there, and they'd be like, "Did he just call you a chicken?" I was like, "Nah, bro, it's an inside it's an inside joke." But yeah, bro. Speaking of school, man, I had a I had a crazy week out there, man. <laughs> Talk to us about it. Yo, so you want me to walk you through it? It's a crazy story. Go ahead. Fuck it. All right. So this story stems from last Monday all the way till, like, Thursday, right? So I'm just chilling last Monday. Uh, we had just got done recording, and I'm, I'm just chilling or whatever. And then one of my boys that just graduated, and he works for the athletic department of school now, he sends me a post of um, the promotional poster for the event, for the More Than a Run event. And it says Kane University. I look at the poster, and it's a bunch of people I don't know. And I see Kyrie, and I see um, Kyle Anderson from the Grizzlies. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. So I sent it to, I, I texted him. I was like, yo, so like, 
is this thing like legit? Like, he's like, yeah, bro, it's Kyrie's event. I was like, all right, cool. Like, say that. I'll pull up. So the tickets at the time uh, were general admission was $10. Courtside seats was $60. Uh, there was advertised three surprise NBA players along with Kyrie and Kyle Anderson were going to be there. So I was like, you know what? I'm I'm going to be, you know, working, doing a whole bunch of other stuff throughout the week. I'll buy it like the day before. You feel me? Because the price isn't going to change. So the, the, the date said August 4th. So I messed up. I was so caught up with what I was doing. I thought August 4th was um, on a Friday, but it was on a Thursday. So Wednesday night comes, and I'm finally ready to um, to buy the, the ticket. I get home. I go on the website, and it says the sales ended. So I'm like, damn, like, I guess I'm not going. So the next day I wake up, Thursday morning, I wake up, and I'm like, I looked at the date. It says August 4th. And I was like, I was like, damn, bro. Like, it was supposed to be today. So I was like, all right, whatever. Like, I guess I'm not going. Fast forward, I, I go to the gym. I come home, shower up, everything. Uh, I get home. And around 2 o'clock, Kyrie Irving tweets out, um, the, the, the event is now free for everybody that shows up before 5.15. I was like, oh, shit. Right? Like, that's crazy. I did not see that shit. So... I, I text I sent the tweet to my boy that, that works for the school and I was like, yo, like what the fuck? He's like, I was like, is this true? He's like, I guess it is. And I was like, all right, so it's 2 30 right now. What time should I pull up? He's like, come here ASAP because now that people know that it's free, they're gonna be coming from everywhere. Say that. I it takes me, Miguel, it takes me twenty five to thirty minutes to get to campus, right? I was there in ten minutes on Thursday. 10 minutes. It does not take you 30 minutes to get over there, bro. That shit is mad close. Nah, it takes 25. Nah, look it up. Look it up. No, no way. Because I I work right next to King Campus. Well, do you take the Turnpike or do you take the 109? I take Turnpike. Yeah, I take the Turnpike too. It it takes me 20, like 25 minutes. 30 minutes. What do you get off of? I get off on. Obviously, the airport one. 13A, yeah. But uh, but anyways, so um, I get there in te- I get there in like ten, 10 to fifteen minutes, and um, I get there and there's a bunch of police cars. Every parking lot's closed. Uh, I f- I go into the student parking. I park there. That that was a, that was a flex on my part. So I, I go in. I got my jersey on and everything. Uh, Cause that was a flex. <laughs> He's a it million. was, bro. Cause cause yo cause um the cops were in the entrance of the of the um school and I was like and there was two different entrances and there's one where there's no traffic and then there's one with hella traffic obviously I'm gonna go into the one with no traffic not knowing that it was a student one so I, I went in and and he, he stopped me he's like are you a student I was like mm, yes I am he's like can I see an ID I was like here you go showed my student ID he's like all right you could park right there I go and park I get in um. The doors weren't open yet. Uh, there was a 45, 40, yeah, around 40 minute wait. The doors open, I get in. And um, right now it's like, I get in and it's not that many people, but um, there's like one-on-one tournaments going on because a lot of pro-am um, players and the street ballers were invited to play in this one-on-one tournament for like a big cash prize. So they're they're doing the one-on-one tournaments i'm i'm i don't see anybody that i know surprisingly other than um my boy that works there i, I seen them and i dabbed them up and i was like yo bro like and, and this one i found this tweet i was like yo like i'm gonna meet Kyrie today bro like uh, no matter what i'm gonna meet Kyrie. 
So now I'm determined to like do whatever I can to go meet him. And uh, my boy, he's working the event. So I'm like, yo, bro, like, I know you're going to try and interview people. If you're going to try and interview Kyrie, um, try and get me in there so I can at least like get a, get a little bit of dialogue with him. He's like, all right, I'll try my best. So fast forward, I'm in the, uh, in the gym watching the one-on-one tournaments and the more people start coming in, the more people I recognize, I, I recognize a, a good amount of my boys that were there. Um, and there was a bunch of YouTubers there as well, a bunch of Jersey YouTubers, uh, a couple of them like did interviews for me and uh, with me and stuff. There was one guy that interviewed me, um, over a topic. Is it okay to say the N word, even though you're not black? Uh, that was one uh, interview that I did. Uh, shout out to him. And then uh, as, as soon as I finished the interview, I, I walked back to my boy who's a, who was a photographer. He pulled up and he's like, yo, Kyrie just pulled up. I was like, I was like, you lying. And he's like, nah, I swear I seen him. And then I look and right there's, I see the, I see a big crowd, but I don't really see nobody. Five minutes go by and the crowd just separates. And I was like, well, it's probably just a false alarm. So now people, people are starting to spread rumors. People are starting to chat. People are like, yo, like they saying Quavo going to pull up. Like they saying uh, uh, KD going to pull up. And I'm at, at this point, bro, I'm like, yo, like this, if KD pulls up, bro, it's going to be crazy. So uh, next thing you know, I'm looking at the one-on-one tournaments. And uh, you remember Dr. Repolette, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so Dr. for those of you that don't know, Dr. Repolette is our old um, principal for elementary school. And he's the president of the, of the King University right now. So I seen him and he, uh, he knows me, obviously. So he seen me, dad me up, whatever. We chopped it up for like two minutes. He walked to the other side. So it was a, uh, <laughs> so it was a, um, it was like the court, right? And then there was the general admission people. And then on the other side, it was like the friends and family of the, of the players and stuff. So I seen him, he was in the G, uh, GA side. And that's why he seen me. And then he walks across the court into the, the VIPs. So he goes into the VIPs, and I see him dab up this dude, give, gives this dude a hug. I was like, yo, this dude looks mad familiar. And then he's chopping it up with him for, like, five minutes. And then the dude that he dabs it up with, he's got, like, dreads and, like, he's got a beard. I was like, yo, this dude looks mad familiar, right? So this dude dabs up Dr. Rep, and then he starts walking, and he walks right underneath the rim. And then I'm like, yo, I definitely know this dude. And he's watching the games and shit. And he was in the VIP section. So I'm like, yo, like, I definitely know this dude. So I go on his Instagram and to see if, like, there's any stories posted up. And there's not. So I was like, ah, it's probably not him. Like, last time I seen him, he had a, his hair was a different color or whatever. Like, nah, that's not him. So I put my phone down and we're just watching the game or whatever. And and some told me to check my phone again. I check my phone again. I go to his um, account again and he posted a new story. And it's a story. It's a, it's a video of him right underneath the rim. Guess who it was? Kenneth Rui. No, no, it's not nobody famous. It's oh. somebody we know from the Carter. You not go get it. You want me to just say? Yeah, but that's not for the it, Carter. It was it was PM. Yo, I seen him on Kyrie's <laughs> Instagram, bro. No yeah. cap. So it was PM. I was like, I was like, oh shit. So I, I slid up. I was I like, that shit. I, that shit. I was like, yo, bro, I seen you. And then he's like, he texted me back like three minutes later, like, yo, where you at? And he look up, and I and I went like that, and like I stuck my hand out. He came over, gave me a hug, and we just chopping it up for like two minutes. And then he went back to underneath the rim or whatever, and I went back to where I was. And I didn't question why he was in the VIP section or anything like that. But um, next thing you know, the big crowd comes back in, and then I see I get a glimpse, I get a glimpse of Kyrie. And I was like, oh shit! Like I look at my boy, I was like, yo, bro, like the security is not tight at all. 
what if I just go up to him? Because he was just dabbing everybody up that was walking up to him. So I was like, say, I won't do it. He's like, you won't do it. I was like, I say that. So I go and I walk right underneath the rim where Kyrie is. And he's dabbing up everybody, whatever. And then I stuck my head out. And then I got my dab from Kyrie, right? And then and then Dennis, then he um when when people see me with the Kyrie jersey walking up to him and dabbing him up, that's when a lot of other people started coming in. So they started pushing everybody back, the security, right? So they pushed me back and into the section where I was at before. And I see PM and he's chopping it up with Kyrie. So I was like, what the fuck? So I was like, I was like dumbfounded, right? So I started sh- I started yelling at his name. I was like, yo, PM, PM. And he looked up. I was like, I was like, come here, bro. He woke up to me. I was like, yo, bro, like, you know Kyrie? He's like, yeah, that's bro. I was like, yo, PM, like, like, I started pointing at my Kyrie jersey. I was like, he's like, all right, I'm gonna see if I can get you a picture or something. I'm like, yo, say less, right? So he goes um, back to where he was, where he was standing before. And then the the finals of the one-on-one tournament start. All the players, um, that the, the two finalists are playing their games or whatever. And Kyrie's like in the middle of it, just watching. And uh, I see PM like, like, you know, signaling to me from the other side of the court. And I look and I was like, me? He's like, yeah. And then he st- he's like, he's like doing some shit with his hands. And I can't understand what he's saying. I was like, He's not using his mouth. He's just doing hand signals. So I go like this. Like, use your mouth. He's like, got a pen? Like, you got a pen? And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I look around. I was like, fuck. Nah, I don't got a pen. He's like, I, I said, nah. He's like, fuck. So then the dude next to me, uh, he sees the dialogue going on between me and PM. And PM's standing right next to Kyrie when he's doing this. Mm-hmm. The dude next to me sees that. He's like, he's like, well, I got a marker. You know, like, I got a pen, like an autograph pen. I was like, "Yo, bro, you trying to let me hold that?" He's like, "Yeah, but can you um can you get this jersey signed too?" I was like, "If he comes up to me and takes the jersey or whatever, then yeah, I'll see what I can do. But if he calls me over there, it's gonna be tough." He's like, "All right, cool." So PM's like, he starts going like this, like, "Take it off," and I was like, "I right, say that." So he's like, and he goes, "Not right now, not right now." After the game, cool. The game ends. Uh, I see PM start walking up. I take my jersey off, hand it to him. He's like, where's the pen at? And I hand him the pen. I was like, yo, can you take his jersey too? PM's like, ah, I can barely get him to sign this one. And then he's like, the dude's like, nah, it's not for me. It's for my kid. So he's like, oh, if it's for the kid, Kyrie will sign it. I don't take it. He takes both jerseys, walks off, right? So he walks off. Literally, he he's, he's right here, right? He's right in front of us. He takes the jerseys, walks straight to Kyrie, taps Kyrie on the shoulder, shows him the jerseys, points at me. And all right, so now Miguel, look at the situation I'm in. I'm watching. I'm, I'm on. I'm across the court. You see, you see a dude that you've known for years go up to one of your favorite players, show him the jersey that you own, and then go like this to you, points at you, and then Kyrie looks up, looks at you. What would you do, Miguel? Yeah, I know how you is, and you was over there like, because <laughs> <laughs> you're sitting there like, Miguel, you know what I did. Bro, I'm folding. You know what I did? <laughs> Kyrie, look at me, right? He pointed at me. Kyrie, look at me. No, I didn't wait. Thank God I didn't wait, bro. No cap. That was the second thing I would have done. But but here's what I did. He, he, he go like this. And then Kyrie, Kyrie look at the jersey. He look at me. And I go. <laughs> and then he's like, he goes, he goes, Kyrie. I go like this. And then he goes, uh, Kyrie goes, 
I got you. I got you. I'm hype, right? So the game, um, so now the game's starting and they open up the the, um, the whole court. The one-on-one tournaments was just the half court. They open up the full court. Then this dude pulls up, um, Hensel Emmanuel, the kid with the mm-hmm. one arm. Uh, Isaiah Briscoe pulls up. Uh, Kyle Anderson didn't pull up because he had another program event to go to. Um, Kessler Edwards pulled up. Royce O'Neal pulled up. David Duke Jr. pulled up. Uh, Fetty Watt pulled up. Like, mad, mad people pulled up, right? So, the game started, and, and the home team, or, like, it was it was all to, all Jersey players versus all New York and out-of-state players, right? And there was one Jersey guy on the other team, too. So, the the, the um, away team is winning the whole game. and But but they're not winning by a lot. They're winning by, like, less than 10 points. So, they're, they're, they're up the whole game, and then Kyrie's sitting out the whole third quarter. I'm right behind the bench of um the jersey team so i hear like all the dialogue that's going on and Kyrie starts arguing with one of his teammates with number one i don't know who it was but he was wearing number one so Kyrie started arguing with him because the dude said something to Kyrie while while they were walking to the bench Kyrie sits down he's like he's like yo there's two people in the world you don't talk to like that it's some he said he's like there's two people in the world you don't talk to like that you don't talk to bob marley like that you don't talk to me like that He's talking, he's chirping with his teammate. I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> so um, the game gets close to the very end. And then um, number one misses the game time shot to send it into overtime, right? Number 15 on Team New York, he hits the the dagger three, right? To put them up with like 10 seconds left. He Everybody starts booing. Yo, Miguel, this dude gets in the middle of um, both benches. He looks at the crowd. He goes, this jersey, this jersey, guess what? We going to blow New Jersey up. Yo, the security, the security had to run right in front of him so that people wouldn't storm the court on him. Yeah, that's, that's that, just. That was some brim shit that he did. But anyways, so the game ends. <laughs> yo, um, yo, you're annoying, man. <laughs> keep going, keep going, keep going. So the, so the game going. ends and everybody's circling Kyrie, right? Kyrie's sitting on the bench and everyone's like circling Kyrie. They have, um, they open up the circle real quick to let Fetty Wap in, and um, like I was close enough to hear what they was talking about. There, they dab, they dab each other up, and then uh, you know Kyrie's like, "Oh, you enjoyed the game." Fetty's like, "Yeah, bro, I enjoyed the game. You know, you have a great event going on." Kyrie's like, "Yo, let's link up. Uh, I leave Monday. You know, he's like, "All right, I'll hit your people. You hit my people. Cool, right? Boom, dab them up. Fetty Wap leaves. So then Kyrie gets up, goes behind one of the um, one of the backboards. And then he's like, uh, everybody form a line over here. So then Kyrie's like, all right, first, kids first, kids first. He gave every single kid that was there um, an autograph and a picture. He signed whatever they wanted, and he took a picture with them. He's like, he's like, is there any more kids? Is there any more kids? And then they're, they're waiting. He waits like 30 seconds. No more kids? All right, now everybody else can come. So one by one, one by one, he's getting everybody, getting everybody. And PM standing right there. So I'm like... I'm like trying to trying to wave him down, like yo, PM, like get me in there. So I wave him down. I was like, yo, PM, like what's up? He's like, he's like, oh, I got you, I got you. He hands Kyrie the jersey. Kyrie, boom, 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 signs the jersey, gives it right to PM, and then PM's like, throws that shit. I catch it, and then that was it, man. That was it. And, I, and here, here's the jersey right here, bro. You feel me? You see it? You got the Kai right there on the on the one. And yeah, bro. So he signed he signed my jersey. I was like, I tried testing my luck, right? So I was like, yo, PM, like, 
you think you get me in for a picture? He's like, ah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, bro. I was like, I was like, yo, bro, like, don't eat, you know what? It's cool, bro. Like, this is this is funny. So then Kyrie um walks out, and then as I'm the door I was walking out from, Kyrie like he his team is having difficulty getting out of the gym because everybody's trying to like you know be in his presence. So his security is having trouble, and I was like, yo, there's a secret elevator if you go left when you when you turn, cause I bro I was in that in that um that building. All, every day last semester, so I was like, "Yo, there's a secret hallway. Don't turn right when you leave. Turn left. There's a there's a secret hallway and there's an elevator in there, and that'll take you to where you need to go." And then the security guard, he actually listened to me. I didn't expect him to, but he actually listened to me. They 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 came out. They went that way where there was a whole um, barrier. So they opened the barrier, closed it so that nobody could follow them, and then they got out. And then and that was it. So mm. I got my I got my uh, my Kyrie jersey signed, mission accomplished. I got a, I got a handshake from Kyrie and I got his jersey signed. I would have liked the picture, but you feel me? Shit happens. Was who who was the NBA players that played though? Um, Isaiah Briscoe, uh, Jalen Leck. He's in the G League. Yeah, I know Jalen. Yeah, him. Q or something like that. Yeah, and um, there was one more. It was him, Jalen, like, and I guess does I don't think he counts, right, Emmanuel? Because he's not technically an NBA player yet. No, I guess he counts. I'm surprised there wasn't high school players like DJ Wagner's number one high school player in the country right now. I'm surprised he wasn't playing. Maybe um, what's his name? Derek Whitehead. He's he's from New Jersey as well. Yeah, and I was like, straight no, because Kyrie like. He has a so I found this out from my boy that was um, working there. He couldn't say anything before the event, but he told me he's like the whole summer Kyrie's been working out with the same twelve to fifteen guys that all played there with Hanzo Emmanuel, Isaiah Briscoe. So everybody that played in the game were Kyrie's boys. Like that yeah. was his that was his workout team. Like who he fucks with? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's probably why. Like he probably picked and chose who he um who he wanted to be there. But yeah, it was a. I don't think I've pretty... ever said this on a pod. I went to a St. Patrick's game, St. Patrick's versus St. Mary's. What? Excuse me, 2017, 2016. And Kyrie was there in the crowd. Yeah, I remember you told me when. And he was surrounded by security guards. Yeah, I remember when you told me that. That was when um your sister was like cheering or something like yeah, that. Yeah, so she was cheering for the basketball team over there. Right. St. Right, Mary's right. and that NBA player, Nasri went through there too. Mm hmm. Yeah, that, he that, didn't play. Yeah, it was nah. it was a pretty. Uh, yeah, I'm actually surprised the um uh, Timberwolves players didn't pull up because the the court that they played on was the Jacqueline Towns Memorial Court. So mm. the that's the court that they. I surprised Cat didn't pull up. You said what? Surprised Cat didn't pull up. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So I don't know. It was it was still a crazy day nonetheless. But I'll tell you one thing though, I thought Hansel Emanuel was kind of overrated before Thursday. Like, I just thought that the media was picking and choosing which highlights to post because of the fact that he had one arm. But, yo, I'm telling you, that man is a dog, bro. He was crossing people up with one arm, bro. Like, he was blocking shots with one arm. He caught a lot from Kyrie. That shit was wild, bro. He he was shooting threes and making them. Like, bro, that, that man is league-bound. No cap. That's tough. That's tough. But, yeah, that was my story, bro. I just felt like I... I had to tell it on the pod because it's a crazy.
Yeah. So basketball related content. Where you already know, bro. So, I look crazy, but get to the main course. <laughs> Where to what the, the title the title of the podcast is Oklahoma City Thunder season preview. And let's just let's just jump straight into it. Let's talk about all, all things OKC. Let's Before do we it. get started, let's talk about some of their additions in the offseason, what they did. They added in the draft Chen Holmgren, Usman Dieng, both the Jalen Williams. They extended Lou Dort. They no, they yeah, they re-signed him or gave him a big contract. Four for eighty two five for eighty two mil. That's big money for Lou Dort. Extended Kenridge Williams. Game of four for twenty seven, yeah, and then they picked up um, they picked up Mike Muscala, right? So I have to get one veteran and, in there. Yeah, he's been there. He was there last season. Yeah, but just off of those, really, just the draft class and the Dort, the Dort contract. How did you feel about their off season? You think it's helping them move closer to their goal, which is. Stacking assets, build a young team. I I think I think the Dort re-signing was a great move by them because I think long term Dort's value is going to be more than how much he's getting paid. Like mm. right now, it's a good deal for him, but long term, it's five years for less than a hundred million. I, I see Lou Dort being an all defensive player in a few years. So, like. For to have an all defensive, like by the time his contract expires, he'll have already been an all defensive player at least once or twice. You feel me? Mm. So I feel like having an all defensive player on your team and paying him less than twenty mil a year—that's pretty big. So I feel like for a contending team that or to selling team or something like that, for any team, no matter what situation you're in, he's young and he's. I feel like. He could contribute to a contender, if need be. So, and his contract could contribute to the contender. Exactly, and his contract isn't that expensive. So, I feel like to all thirty teams, he's a or or all twenty nine other teams, he's a he's an asset that if he goes on the market or if he's available, then you're calling. You know, like I'm I'm just overrating the fuck out of him right now. But like you you get what I mean? Like he he's I see him as like another Marcus Smart in the Mm. process. I respect it. That's a, it's not a bad take, but yeah, I, I like the deal too. Another thing is, nobody on their team is making. He's even the most paid player on that roster, second to, Shea. to uh, Shea exactly. So they need big contracts, no matter what. Even, right. uh, you're stacking up all them assets. That's to make a big trade. Like they're gonna have to do something with it. Mm-hmm. So, his door is Dort's contract is is being able to stack up with with. With smaller salaries, gonna be able to put it in with some draft picks and get a good asset. I think it's gonna be a good, it's a good contract, and I like the deal for him. I think he's a good player. He's been getting better every year. Jump yep. shots improving, and he took a leap last year offensively too. Yeah, but to the rest expect- of the draft, I think that they just they had so many picks, and they they just they just hit out the park with all of them. I like the, I really like the Jalen Williams pick. He looked like like a future star in summer league and in college. Both of them, they both are just so so versatile. They could play multiple positions on the court, especially Jalen Williams, the the guard out of um Santa Clara. He's like a do it all wing with a point guard. He's like a three with a point guard skill set. He has a like an NBA body. He has a big frame for his size, for his age. 
can put the ball on the floor, can shoot it efficiently. They're building someone. They a lot of their players have high IQ. I've been saying this. I think that's their that's their identity right now. You can see what kind of team they're building. The youth movement. For sure. But yeah, I, I, I like the young players that they had that they drafted as well. But um I I mean you only have like thirteen roster spots or or fifteen roster spots. Um so you got like damn near thirty draft picks in the next five years. I sure. they gotta do something. You know, I, I feel like hoarding this many draft picks and not doing something with them is a disservice to the game and to all the young players that deserve a shot that won't get it. Mm. Like you like imagine in three years from now the Thunder are like one of the one of the better teams in the league and have that many picks, they're they're gonna end up drafting players and then not picking them up. That's not fair to the players. So I'm hoping that they trade a bunch of those picks, get better, you know, get the get the win now players that they need, you know, and spread those picks out. I don't I think hoarding draft picks is just bad for the league, in my opinion, because you're missing out on a lot of players that could potentially be big, but don't get the shot. You feel me? It's a semi bold take, but I respect that. I don't know. Bad for the league. That's where. No, I say bad. I say bad for the league because, like, you see how many late first round and second round picks end up becoming stars and making the league money. So, like, mm. if you get a mm. team that hoards these picks and has late first round and, and second round draft picks, they're going to draft them and then not pick them up. So that could be the next Kawhi Leonard or the next Draymond Green or the next Joe Kim Noah in there, you know, that's not even getting a shot. Yeah, it's funny that's the name that you went to. Like, <laughs> he said Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> I, I mean, that's, say- that's around the place where Noah was drafted, no? Yeah, but it's just like, I don't know. Like he, I'm gonna say he sucks. Like for me, he was a good player in his prime. Mm-hmm. D point. But that's just like that's not a name I would have been thinking about. <laughs> like I thought you did something like Ginobili or like Isaiah Thomas, Jokic. <laughs> like you said, Joakim Noah. <laughs> like what? <laughs> nah. Nah. But yeah, they they obviously not much really to say about their roster and the mm-hmm. moves they made because it's just bringing in more young guys. Even though I think this is. They their talent gets upgraded with the players that they added. Chet, multiple positions, can play multiple roles on the court, can ball handle, can set screens, can roll to the basket, can shoot off the pick and roll, catch and shoots, lights out, best rim protector in the draft. You add that. Then you add both the Jalen Williams, the guard, like I said before, do it all. And Jalen Williams, the big man. How I, I really don't know how they're gonna tell the difference between both of them when you're saying their names. But the big man, he's a a great charge taker. He just brings energy on the court, improving jump shot. And then I like how they, they drafted a project in Usman Dieng. Him right. going there is perfect situation. Gives him time to really develop his body, like excel, lock, get in the gym, lock himself in there. We get all his skills better. I think that's a perfect situation for him. Nah, facts. I, I mean, like, like we said before earlier, 
the youth movement is on in OKC. They're in the early stages of it, so they're, they they can afford to experiment because no one's expecting them to make the playoffs or anything like that, you know. So they they're at, they're in a good spot right now for the goals that they're trying to reach. They're they're on they're on track. For sure. Yeah. So drafting players like that, it's 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 not going to hurt them, you know. Yeah, they're still in a transition. Probably going to be in this stage for like another this season and probably the season after that. Yeah, because we see when Shea plays, they're good. They're not a good team, but they're an average team at least. They could yeah. win forty my games. Take, my bold take: I don't think Shea is gonna be on that team by the end of the rebuild. Rebuild like I, or season? No, no, rebuild. So like, uh, by the time that was like, like, throw a timetable on it. Throw a timetable on it. Yeah. So so I don't think Shea is gonna be there by what year is it? Twenty twenty two. Shea won't be there in four years. When that's a long time, though. Yeah, but I'm saying, though, that that's when they'll really be ready to contend. I I think they'll be ready to make a playoff game, make the playoffs. They'll years. be there when they're, when they're like, an early first-round exit. All right. But, but past that, I don't think he will. Because th- he's kind of ahead and when it, in terms of time frame. Yeah, like time frame. Yeah, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Yeah, because so- Shay and Chet are both. I mean, not Shay. Chet and Josh Giddy are just so like raw when it comes to talent. They're both nineteen, whereas Shay is like twenty three, and Lou Dort's yeah, like, like twenty two. He's young, but yeah, but he can, I he mean, make up a team win games. Yeah, imagine, but imagine a twenty seven, twenty eight year old Shay on a Thunder team that's almost there, but not contenders yet. He's gonna. But- but that's where, that's where the conversation comes in. Is he good enough? Shay? Is he good enough to be your number one? Mm, that is a Can good Can he question. be the guy that you're, like, that's the, that's the question. Excuse me, just get myself resituated. That's the question, though. Uh-huh. Is yeah, he I the mean, guy? Can he be the one that gets you to the playoffs? Can get you more than just a... A early playoff exit. Can he win you a, a first round series? Mm-hmm. Can Josh Giddy can can Chet be the second best option or second best player on a championship team? Josh, like these, Josh Giddy definitely could. I don't think so. I think so. I'm high on Josh Giddy. I think he could be a top three player on a championship team. I don't know. I'm I'm low on Josh Giddy. I'm not gonna lie. I don't think he could be top three on a championship. Yeah, team. I, I see him as a I see him as like a a Draymond Green kind of player. This defensive but, impact has got to be crazier to be even in the conversation or something like that. Nah, he's gonna improve. Watch, like he's already he's already able to get it on all the offensive ends of the court. He could score. He could no. He can't score though. Though he can't score though. Taha, like he, he has bro. no bag. Cause no cap. No cap. No. 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 I'm keeping this no, stack no, with no, you. Don't get me wrong. Don't misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's gonna be like a like a crazy scorer or anything. I'm saying like. He's he just gave you twelve points a game in his rookie season. Draymond, when he was the third best player on the Warriors, was giving you like thirteen a game. You feel me? So it's not far fetched to say that Josh Giddy can give you fourteen, eight and eight on a championship team. Is that far fetched? I don't think so. A developed Josh Giddy entering his seventh or eighth season. So you think he could be Draymond Green like level player? 
Yes, and that's that's if that's if he develops like slowly slower than I expect him to. I think his him at like his peak is like a Drew Holiday type of type of player. Like I he just I just see him as like a player that could get the get the offense going from all sides. Like I don't know. I'm just I'm just high on him, bro. Like I I, I don't know really. Nah, I don't I don't want to be like I want to like I want to go through the roster because this is a young roster. I don't want to do this for like a majority of the guys like peaks like guys that are already there. Like, what do we see them as five, ten years from now in their prime? This and that. But Josh Giddy, I don't know why. I don't want to stereotype it, but he gives me like a lot of Joe Ingles vibes. For real, that's what like he gives me a lot of that. And I, you know, so you I think, fuck with Joe Ingles. So you, think- I don't think he's a first, second, or third option. Oh wow! Okay, you don't. That's that is a bull take. I, I I'm gonna respectfully disagree, but I want to hear you elaborate a little bit on it. Why do you think that? I just think, I think he has a great basketball mind. I think he has a high IQ. I just think athletically, for his athleticism, his jump shot and scoring ability needs to be way smoother than it is. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel you. Like, like you have to give me something offensively other than playmaking to make it a threat. He's decent going downhill, but he's not the best finisher at the basket. He could get better. Not the best finisher at the basket at the moment. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I could trust him to go up against a playoff defense and actually give me buckets. Like, we've seen great scores, great players mm-hmm. that struggle in the playoffs. It's like, can he be a playoff player? Like, this past season, Tyler Hero averaged 20 a game. He was struggling in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Playoff defenses, they throw a whole different scheme at you. They go against your weak, your weak spots. They threw, they started trapping him at half court. He's never seen that in his life. Imagine he did some shit like that to Josh Giddy. Like, even that's though. two different players, though. Because he could get rid of it. But that's when, but in a playoff series, they're going to sag off him. They're going to let him shoot the ball. Can he, can he get it 36% from the three-point line? That's a swing skill for him. Mm-hmm. It's can he attack? Can he beat guys off the dribble? And can he be a good enough catch and shoot player? Because I think he has an IQ for cutting good. to the basket. Go ahead. I hear you, but he's got good six years before. He's got a good six years before he could like he people start saying like, all right, it's time for him to start trying to win now. You feel me? Like he's only nineteen. So you don't see him in six years being able to shoot the ball a little bit more and play a little better defense? I think defensively is more of a question mark. I think shooting the ball is the, probably the the easiest skill to improve once you get to NBA level. You have professional shooting coaches. Like I think that's the skill that he's definitely going to be able to improve. But mm-hmm. you don't go from – what did he shoot this past season? You just want to check. Just so I have some facts. I'm not just talking nonsense. Let's see. He shot – he shot 26% from three this past season. Mm-hmm. Like, is he yeah. going to go from 26? He's going to get to 37%. I think 36, 37, that's good enough for him. Mm-hmm. Hey, I mean, Brooke I'm Lopez not, didn't improve his three-point shooting until he was getting yeah, 30. Yeah, exactly. There's, like, there's stories that we've seen it happen before. Like, we've seen yeah. it before. Yeah, A lot so of guys come into the league as not good shooters. 
and they turned to great shoot. Kyle Lowry came into the league as a bad shooter. He's top 10 all time in three-pointers, made or top 15. Like, shit could happen. It's yeah. all about how much you grind, how much work you put into the gym. I don't want to count him out. Word. Like, I had these concerns before the draft. Like, you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, before yeah. the draft, my comp was Ben Simmons without the defense. Mm-hmm. That's, that that is a good comp now, looking back at it. Yeah. Me, I, I do the comp shit, bro. That's, what, that's my favorite <laughs> part of the draft. No, yeah, that is a good comp for sure. But no, I no. personally, I, I think that he is going to improve on, on some of his weaknesses on the court. Like, that's just how I feel about it. So do you think he can be as good as Tyrese Halliburton was this season? Yes, I do. Because I had those concerns about Halliburton – like creating his own shot, and and I was a big fan of Halliburton coming off the draft, mm-hmm. and he's just completely like he. It doesn't matter how this jump shot looks; that shit falls. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I see, I see Josh Giddy as Sean Livingston on the Clippers before he got hurt. See, Sean Livingston is a great comp, but Sean Livingston was never a star. But I don't mean you can't. That don't mean you hurt. can't impact winning. I'm thinking. I, I I'm like, thinking about Golden State. I'm thinking about Golden State Eagle Dollar when it comes to him too. Like, no, I, I like get you. 2015, talk- 2016 Eagle Dollar. I'm talking about the trajectory Sean Livingston was on before he got hurt. That's I get what you say. I get what you say. A lengthy, a big point guard could guard multiple positions. Has the size. Like, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Sneaky, athletic. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it going though. Let's keep it. Let's let's go. Let's go over. Run through their roster. Another yeah. guy that I think is had an interesting season last year, Trey Mann. Oh yeah, that's a he's... spark plug that came off the bench. I think he's going to be a candidate for six men of the year in the upcoming in the next couple of seasons. Very much John um, Jordan Clarkson vibes, but he's he com- could be better than that. He could be better than that. Than Jordan Clarkson? Yeah, I see it. I see it. Like, is it my bull for saying early CJ McCollum vibes? See, the size, tough. the it's shiftiness, the jump shot, the cojones. CJ, you didn't see CJ's um, blowing up coming from from the year before. CJ went from averaging four points to averaging 21. You but know? it came with PT, though. It came with PT. It, it did. But, but that was because... Everybody left the Blazers. The Thunder. Yeah, I know. I remember that offseason. Yeah, they they had the Thunder have pretty much the same team coming into this season that they did last season. You know, so he goes Plus draft picks. The new draft picks coming in. He goes. This is CJ's like first couple of seasons. First first season, he averages five points a game. He plays thirty eight minutes, thirty eight games the whole season, averaging thirteen minutes a game. Mm-hmm. Second season, he he averages seven. Plays 62 games. And then this is where he takes the lead. He goes third season, plays 80 games, starts all 80, and averages 21 points a game. Crazy. Crazy. He Average was, he was on, a bugger for me in fantasy that year, yeah? Yo, on, on good per- percentages, on 45, 42, and what was his free throw percentage? 80, 83. Uh, these are good percentages. He goes 21 points, 23, 20. He's had... Over 20 every year since 2015. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Right. But CJ's mad underrated. I think if he could get to CJ, that would be crazy. Yeah, no, for sure. I I, I think the Thunder is a kind of a guard-heavy team, so I don't see him reaching that 
potential. Um, oh, no, OKC? I'm, yeah. Uh, I mean, if they trade him to a – if OKC ends up trading him to another – rebuilding team like what the Cavs did by trading KPJ to the Rockets, mm-hmm. then I could see him taking a bigger leap. But if he stays on the Thunder, the most I see him putting up is like 15 a game off the bench, like six man of the year candidate. We're Yeah, I get it though. I get it though. Like I was trying to think of like what team would he really even fit on. But honestly, I think you want to let him sit there for a little bit. Because like yeah. you said, it does – I believe that Shea is is going to finish his contract on a different team. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So, I think you leave him there. You see, you see what he can turn into over there for a little bit, like a like a break glass kind of. I think no. I think you give him burn. You try getting him thirty minutes a game. No, no, I'm saying twenty I'm saying minutes a game. You keep him on the team just in case Shea. Yeah. Leaves him. You have him. Yeah, you have him next in line at that position. Right. Because they're similar skill sets. He's in terms of the scoring. Would you say he's the Anthony Simons to Mm. OKC game? I like that. I like that a lot. (laughs) He's a a little shot chucky, but I don't know. I I think I like the skills that he displayed his first season, Trey Man. For sure. Let's keep it pushing. Let's talk about another guy on on a roster. What's next? What's next for Poku? We're gonna talk oh, about two or three more guys on this team, but the Poku train, I'm, I'm pushing it, but we run out of gas. Yeah, um... <laughs> we running out of gas. <laughs> we running out of gas. And I'm it's... not gonna lie, the fact that they drafted Chet has shown me that the Poku experiment is not going well. And or you could spin it though. It's going great. How so? They wanted to get another a second skinny motherfucker in there. They're like, let's just let's get two pokus on the team. <laughs> two unicorns. <laughs> Fuck it. No, but um, I don't know. He just hasn't. He just didn't show me anything crazy this past season. Not like I expected. Like, you know, I I I thought that he might be able to take a little bit of a leap, but like, and he did, but nothing. Nothing. Nothing good enough. He might not be in the NBA in two seasons. Yeah, like he might be in Europe. Like his name value alone, like his name value and his fandom alone might make a team. He could kill in Europe, though. You no, know, see, so he's in that gray area. Like, there's there's a gray area where a lot of players are at, and it's it's the worst place to be in as a basketball player. Uh, you're 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 too good for any other league, but you're not good enough for the NBA. That little gray area, like Simbular was in that. You remember Simbular? That yeah, man was that was every, your that was your man's. That man was in every other league, putting up thirty three points, twenty two rebounds, seven blocks a game, right? <laughs> but he just couldn't crack it in the NBA. Isaiah Thomas, I think, is in that area right now, where he will go to any other league and give you eighty, but he just can't crack it in the NBA. Uh, I think – I feel like DeMarcus Cousins is approaching that, but I do think he's good enough for the NBA. Um, I think Poku will also be in that spot. But do you um, hear what – do you notice how all these guys have something in common? What's that? Defensively, they're getting cooked. Yeah. Like, symbol – imagine Simbler playing it's, right it's now. Tough, this was this was like a couple years ago. I was saying, imagine using NBA right now. 
Like a couple years ago when he was coming in, there was still double bigs in the league. This was like 2015. Yeah. There was yeah. still a lot of teams that were running two big men. Yep. But now, you got him playing the five. It's a pick and roll. You put him against any point guard. You put him against you know, Chris Paul's picking him apart. Like, picking him yeah. apart. Like, that's why players like Boban and Taco aren't getting minutes. Exactly. And I think, not yet, Boban, definitely not. But when he plays, though, he be putting in a little bit of work. Boban? But same thing with, yeah. Boban, when he be playing, he be, like, he played in the playoffs against the Clippers, I think it was two years ago. Mm. He was, he was looking like, you know what it is? When he comes in, he gets mad attention, bro. He gets yeah. mad attention on the He's, court. He reminds me of Zaza a little bit. Yeah. Fuck Zaza for Julia, bro. <laughs> it's still Zaza K. Nah, yeah, that man robbed us of a good series. A couple years Yo, ago. He robbed my boy of a third ring. Who, Kawhi? Yes, bro. Yo, what year was that? Was that 17 or 18? 2017. Was yeah. No, 2016. Uh, no, it was... No, it, no, was it was 2016. 17. No, no, it was 17 because KD was already on the team. That was the first championship run. And then Kawhi was out the whole 2018 season. Are you sure? Yeah, because Tim Duncan and then we're still on the team in 2016. They got knocked yeah. out by KD and OKC. You're right. And, and fucking Kawhi... Bugged that year before, but yo, Kawhi's like my favorite player of all time, bro. For real, it's D Wade one, but Kawhi's like easily top three. I fuck with Kawhi so much, bro. I really, sucks, bro. Like, you, it sucks. It must suck to be a Kawhi fan because you know, as soon as that man throws in the towel, you're never seeing him again. <laughs> I know, bro. That's why I'd be so. That's why I'm like, I'm just, I'm just trying. I, I be talking about all the time, like. Like, yo, I cherish the watching him play, bro. No cap. I got fuck and, with Kawhi. And he's missed a lot of time because of injuries. And you don't know where he's at during that time. He's he's going to, like, when he retires, he's going to do what Carl Malone did. Carl Malone is somewhere in Western America driving a truck right now. But Kawhi does be doing stuff like, like that shit he did with Young Boy and Rod Wave. So he yeah. might still be around. But, like, nah, yeah, we're not going to see Kawhi. That's why I, I'm going to hate that shit. That's why I'm happy. D-Wade's my favorite player of all time. Like, this has been spoken before. Uh-huh. Yeah, I see this motherfucker somewhere doing something at least once a month. Word. You see him at workout. Like, he's like, always uh-huh. in the limelight. In a magazine cover, something like yes, that. Yes, like, he's... He's on TV like, with... Uh, he, has his own, he has his own broadcast, yeah, on Tuesday nights. Like... Word. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I... he had his own game show. I can see Kawhi being his uh, assistant coach, though. I don't see Kawhi staying in the NBA. Nah. Like, I... After he's done, I don't think he's staying in the NBA. Hell no. I didn't see Tim Duncan staying in the NBA, but he did. I think Tim Duncan's a little different than Kawhi, though. Hello? Yeah, I hear you. What? Really? You think so? They're kind of... Actually, I, th- I, think, I think Kawhi's a little more like... But leave me the fuck alone. Yo. Yo, what's good? I hear you. Yo, the technical difficulties are busting right now. Let's yeah. let's keep it going though. Let's talk about yep. their starting five. 
we'll get to some bench players after that. Then we're going to go into predictions for the season. You ready for this? Let's do it. Starting point guard, Shea. Shea slash Giddy, right? That's guaranteed lock in the backcourt. Uh, yeah, for sure. I'm guessing Jalen Williams plays the three, six six. Oh, you think you think they're gonna you think they're gonna have um three guards start over Lou Dort? You were. I think, I think, I think Lou Dort. I could see them putting Lou Dort at the two, and then Giddy at the three. And I mean, it's have, the same thing. Like it's the three. They're gonna be switching either way. Yeah. So. I think I think Lou Dort's gonna get the start next to Giddy and Shea. And then what the, Darius Baisley at the four again? Yeah, yeah. And then Chet at the five. They could go I wouldn't be surprised if they go Chet at the Chet in the front with Cambridge Williams both starting. Mm-hmm. So ah. Chet could get or Jeremiah and Robertson Earl. I wouldn't be surprised if he starts at the I five. Think- so you can get I less think, of a like you get Chet playing more power forward. Yeah. I think um the power forward position is the easiest changeable one. Like I think everything else is pretty much a lock. Like I don't see them starting two rookies coming into the season. I do. I can see them starting two rookies. Honestly. Yeah. I, and then coming off the bench, I think locks in the rotation. Like we said those five guys, we said we said Shea, we said Giddy. Baisley, Dort, and Chet. Yeah. I think those yeah. are locks. I think off the bench, Trey Mann's a lock. Trey Mann's a lock. Jalen Williams is a lock. I think Jeremiah Robinson Earl's a lock. I don't think Poku's a lock. I don't think so either. Um, Who else they got? We said, yeah, we said Darius Baisley. And I'll probably... Uh, Muscala. I think Muscala's going to get some burn. Yeah, I mean, Maybe. If he doesn't get traded, I don't think he will. I don't think he has any value. I think I, I think, think so. I think they can get a second round pick for him. I, no, I don't think he has any value. I think why would a team give up a second round pick for him when they could have just signed him for the vet minimum? I feel like he only resigned with OKC because that's the only team that wanted him. How much did he get paid? I'm pretty. I, I'm not Ooh. sure. He's got he's two point six. Yeah, so that's the vet minimum. minimum. Yeah. So, or, if so, he's signing you to a vet minimum, then no other team wants you. So, that's the guard-heavy rotation. Bigs on the team. Definitely going to be Chet, Kermitch Williams, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl splitting the, that time. But before we go on to predictions for the season, I do want to say a lineup that I'm like, I need them to throw out there. Mm-hmm. I need to see Shea. I need to see Giddy play with Chet at the five. Dort at the four, Jalen Williams at the three. Give so, me that lineup. Kind of small, but not really. No, small. That's small. Lou Dort's playing the four for you. That's small. Yeah, Lou Dort's like six four, but you also have a tall uh, guard. And then both yeah. of them, Giddy and Shea are both big. Jay's like six Jay Williams is big too. Jalen Williams is six six. Yeah, so it's not really that small. It's only the one position that's small. I don't know. It seems small, but I want to see that lineup out there for a fact. Where? Nah, that that would be kind of tough. It'll be it'll a be, fun lineup to see. But it'll be interesting to see. Like, imagine if they go against the Bucks. I don't think that they would want to do that against the Bucks. I mean, they're gonna lose either way. True. 
But you really want to be the team known as the team that Giannis dropped a 50-point triple-double on you. I mean, they lost by 70 last year. Oh, yeah, they did. Damn. Nah, bro, it's it's too, it's too. not a certain point where you got to preserve the respect that your organization has, no matter what. Like, <laughs> like, like, yeah, we lost by 73, but I don't want to be the – I don't want to come back the next season and then have somebody drop, like, 70 on me. Like, nah, that's not happening, you know? Like, there's a certain respect you got to have for your organization. The Kings did that, and they haven't made the playoffs since we were in freaking preschool. That's going to change this year, though. So you say. It's going to change this year. I'm going to speak into existence, bro. I'm a low-key Kings fan. But let's go to some award predictions for the the team. (laughs) Run through these rapid-fire MVP. MVP, easy, Shay. I'm going to say... Shay as well. Depoy of the team. This is uh, a good Ludo. one. I think there's three candidates, though. Who you got? Is Dort, is Chet, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl was crazy defensively last season. Facts. Uh, no, I just I just feel like Lou Dort, what he's shown in the past, like, yeah, he's year. the most, he's the most, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, Proven defender out of the three guys I just named. Right. Would you say, nah, Grizzled isn't. Nah, not Grizzled. Even that. Even Grizzled. He had a whole seven-game series against James Harden. Yeah, he did. See, that's what I was thinking. I I didn't know if he was on the team yet. Yeah. He signed his contract, his first one, when they were in the bubble. Like, extended or whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, um... I'm definitely going with Ludor. I think I need to see Chet play against the legit NBA big before I can say anything about his defense. So he needs to pass the Jonas Valanciunas test. He needs to pass the Giannis Antetokounmpo test. But nobody's passed. There's like five guys in the NBA that passed that test. No, no, I not passed. Where... He got to hold his own at least. There's There's players that can hold their own but then still have 30 dropped on them. Because we know the Thunder are going to lose anyways. So, let me see if you can guard Giannis up. You feel me? I Make a couple it. shots. That's what I mean. Not hold Giannis to six points. That's not what I mean. Yeah, he's not bad. Yeah. <laughs> anyways. Uh, I might be locking him up, but that's for a different topic. But most improved player. The, this one's easy for me. Who? Josh Giddy. I think I think he's gonna take, uh, like the leap Lou Dort took this year. I think he, Josh Giddy's taking that leap next. Who you got? I'm gonna sound. I'm gonna sound different. I don't even want to say the name. This is the guy I fucked with his rookie season. I'm just gonna say, Theo Maladon is gonna be the most improved player on the Thunder this season. That is a bold take, but we needed one for this for this uh, episode. Theo Maladon's gonna come out and drop sixteen a game. Bro, <laughs> let me stop. Bro, he wasn't even on your locks for the rotation. He wasn't. You're right, but I, I just fucked with him his rookie year. Like he just like he just did little stuff. That I'm like, I like that. But now keep it a stack, though. Darius Baisley's my most approved player for the Thunder this season. Okay, that's that's. I think more... he's gonna lock up and be that four for the future for them. That's more. That's more believable. Yeah. Okay, um, 
rookie of the year. I'm confident enough in Chet to say he's the rookie of the year. I'm. I think it's gonna be Jalen Williams. Uh, which one, Jalen or Jalen? J Dub out of Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah that's how Nico said it the one day. It, Santa it's, Clara. It's one with the I and one with the E. So there's Jalen. It's the guard one, six six. Okay. One's a Before, big man. That's yeah, the guard. Oh, the guard. Yeah, he, he's a whatever. He's a versatile <laughs> player. No the cap. Tall he's, one, the taller he's, one. He's a ba- he's a basketball player. Word. That's what he, <laughs> he is. Play on the thunder. <laughs> but I don't even. It's really the more awards we could give out. Most improved. Uh, MVP, deep point, rookie of the year. I guess we could do six, man. It's Trey, man. Yeah, but there's potential for it to be someone else. You said you said Jalen Williams, but if Jalen Williams doesn't start, he has a really good season. That's true. That's but true. no, it is it is it is gonna be uh Trey Man though for me. <laughs> I just wanted to we'll throw see. out the, the possibility of it being someone else. Okay, can I throw out my Premier League takes before we close out? Go for it. So like yeah, I really like I just I'm mad into soccer. Like at this phase that I'm in right now in my life, I'm like mad into soccer, right? Mm-hmm. And I've been wanting to talk about soccer on a podcast for a minute. Mm-hmm. These are my Premier League takes for the season. You ready? And, and for context, the season hasn't started yet. The season started on this weekend. It started. Okay. Okay. Cool. Go so for just it. to throw out what I am, what I, who I represent, who I support. I'm a Chelsea fan. I think we're gonna finish. Fuck it, we're gonna win the league this now. We're gonna finish top three in the Premier League this season, going back to the champ. Top four makes the Champions League, which is like the world tournament next mm-hmm. season. I think Golden Boot, which is the top scorer, I think that's gonna be Darwin Nunes from Liverpool. Just got signed from Benfica, $80 million transfer. He's filling in big big spots. With Mane leaving, I think he's going to come in and have a big season. But Holland, hot or cold, these takes are, bro. I feel like I feel like Nico would like be blowing a gasket if he heard you say this. He might have been Darwin Nunes. He would have been because I talked yeah. to him about it at work today, and I was like, "Yo, he could he could win the Golden Boot." And he's like, uh-huh. "Nah, nah, nah." <laughs> the realistic one, like the odds-on favorite, is my current favorite player in the world that's not Portuguese. So I fuck with every Portuguese player. I'm going to put them above everybody else. And who's but that? So, that's Erling Holland. He just moved from Dortmund. He's signed with Manchester City. He had his first game in the Prem, which is the hardest league in the world. Scores uh-huh. two goals. Man City wins their first game against Austin Villa, against West Ham. I get them two teams mixed up all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that's my. So since this is a. A basketball-dominated podcast, right? Who are you gonna ask for a comp? No, 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 not a comp. I, I'm gonna say for someone that is interested in becoming a soccer fan but doesn't know what team to support, what team would you recommend? Unbiased. Unbiased. Manchester Unbiased. City. Manchester, Manchester City. City. Like, if you're talking about, it depends what you're talking about. If you're talking about, like, you want to support a Premier League team. Uh-huh. I think the teams you have to go with, it's the three teams that are at the top right now that are just consistently good. 
I could go with either Manchester City, who just won the Premier League last season. Right. They have a great team moving forward. Kevin De Bruyne is one of the best players in the world. They just signed Hanlon, who's second to Mbappe as in, like, the future of soccer. Like, he's, uh-huh. he's he, like, on uh, pace, I, I he scores, like, Mbappe. yeah, Mbappe is, like, the biggest soccer player in the world right now outside of the top, outside of, like, Messi, Ronaldo and shit. But no, I've, I've been seeing a lot of um, Mo Salah. Yeah, Salah's crazy, too. That's what, I'm, that's what the next time I'm going to is Liverpool. Like, right. Liverpool's, like, a whole different team, like, I feel like if if I'm making a comp, they're like the Spurs of of the Premier League. Like it's a lot of like home, it's a lot of like homegrown talent. They sign, they don't, they're not signing the biggest, biggest names like a Manchester United is. They do get big names, don't get me wrong. Uh huh. But they're that is a comparison though, because they're not like the Spurs. They weren't signing Kevin Durant. Yeah, like they just, but they built up a Kawhi. They built up a Tim Duncan, a Tony Parker. Like Salah wasn't Salah before he got there. Mm-hmm. And he's he was the best player in the world for like a good three four months this past year. Mm. Like he was that hot. He was going that crazy. So per- so the prediction that that you made uh, for the awards. Let's let's make it a little bit fun. You you put the idea in my head. So give me the NBA comp of the guy that you think is going to win the Golden Boot. Who I think is Darwin Nunes. Okay. So his comp. Yo, it's hard, bro. It's hard because I'm just gonna give you the background. Uh-huh. So he comes from a team in Portugal. The Portuguese soccer league is smaller than like the Premier League, obviously. But he right. comes from like like Portugal, like third league is like it's the three teams that like control it. Like they've been mm-hmm. the top three teams for the past 50 years. It's those two three teams. And he comes from one of those teams. He's okay. he's over there, he's kicking up, he's Uruguayan, he pays for a national team. He's, he he won the Golden Boot in Portugal. He scored the most goals over there. Mm-hmm. He got moved to Liverpool for eighty million pounds. Damn. To, he didn't. He came off the bench his first game, and he scored mm-hmm. a goal and got. He scored two goals his first game. Then he played. That was like a preseason little like the top two teams from last season played each other, mm-hmm. and then this past week, this past weekend, he played his first game regular season game for the Premier League. Came off the bench and scored a goal, like Golasso. Like he hit it, he hit it with his back foot. That shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. But a comp though is yo, it's really you know, like. You know what this is? You know what that reminds me of? You know what's the vibe this is giving? Go ahead. This this is giving OKC train James Harden to Houston and James Harden just proving himself that first year. No it one expected be. to do it that could good be. coming in and going crazy, you know. Yeah, it makes sense. It's really like you coming from like, I don't know if what players came from like a smaller team, uh-huh. to like a you, big you team. Could, got... You could say like you could say somebody like uh, um, Kyle Lowry. He he was in Memphis, not really doing anything. And went to I Toronto. think that's a good ass comp, bro. That's a good ass comp. I think Look Lowry is a good comp. Yeah. So. That, yeah, that wasn't that hard, bro. Yeah, but I wasn't really thinking about that. That's somebody I think, and that's my prediction to win the Golden Boot. I think he's gonna score a lot of goals this year. So, but Holland so is the odds-on favorite. And who's his comp? Holland. Yeah, like Jokic. <laughs> no, his comp is like Jason Tatum. 
Okay, that's okay. Okay. Mbappe, Mbappe is Luca. He's Jason Tatum. Okay. I guess that. I'm just just going out on a limb and assuming that Messi and Ronaldo are KD and LeBron. Yeah, and I would say Messi is LeBron, and I would say Ronaldo is KD. Yeah, that's. I feel you on that. That's that, that's that's a soccer talk. He's gonna be invested into it, um, because I've been I've been trying to get into it a little bit more, but didn't really know so to to get some context on. It. I just now, know a little see, bit of this, but now, I, that's that's a very interesting storyline though that that you gave about this guy he's from Portugal. Yeah, he's Uruguay. He's not in Portuguese. He's Uruguayan, but he played in the league in Portugal. Well, he, yeah, in Portugal. Yeah, yeah. This, but the you know, Premier League is fun because this year, like it's. Like a lot of last year, I guess it was a down year. That's what a lot of people were saying. So I'm, I'm still like I've watched soccer my whole life, but I'm still like I was never invested the way I am right now. Mm. Right. So how long is the off season usually? Like three, like three months in between the seasons, but they take a lot of because it's like Champions League goes on during the season, so they'll take mm-hmm. off for like two, three weeks. They'll play a couple games and then they'll resume back. And then there's, like, the World Cup. They're going to take another break this year for that. And, like, there's just always games going on. They have a lot of preseason games. Right. Like, they have in-season tournaments inside soccer. But if you're, if you're like, a new – if you're just trying to get into the sport, I will watch Premier League. I think it's the best league. It has the most talent. It's the most competitive league out of all of them, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, you have the two – Man City and Liverpool are, like, a level above everybody else right now. But then you have mm-hmm. the next three after them is Chelsea, Spurs, and Arsenal. They're, like, knocking on the door for third place. They're all, like, really neck and neck. I think Chelsea's going to get that third spot. Chelsea, what? Arsenal. What? You said Chelsea, Arsenal, and who else? And Tottenham, Spurs. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was, like, I was like, did you accidentally use the San Antonio Spurs in there? Yeah. Okay. There's, a, there's an actual team called the Spurs. Yes. Yeah, they're called Tonham Spurs. That's their name. Hot and Hot Spurs. Where are they? Where are they? What? Where are they from? Tonham. It's a city in England. Right. What? Is that in England? Yeah, it's all in the U. The Premier League is all in the UK. Oh, okay, okay. So it's uh, Scotland, Ireland. No, 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 no. England, the UK. Oh, England, okay. The, no, no, yeah, the UK. London. The UK is England, Scotland, uh, Ireland. The UK is a whole bunch of countries. Ah, that is England. Know that. Well, just yeah, England, the English Premier League. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. That's tough. Yeah, that's, that's what. And then you have like La Liga, which is Real Madrid and Barca, Atletico, Villarreal. Like that's not a bad league to watch, especially if you're watching Real Madrid. But I just think there's. The Premier League, I think, is just the most competitive league. Most talented. And, uh, the other league is the one with Ronaldo. No. Ronaldo Messi. plays in the Premier League. Messi plays in League One, which is in France, which he plays for PSG. PSG that yeah. one's really like a one-and-a-half team league. Like, it's PSG runs the shit. They've been champions for like 20 years in a row. And then yeah. you have like these smaller teams that are like more developmental than them. Than, like, PSG is where the big players go. Then you have a team like right. Monaco, 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 that Mbappe came from. All these younger players get bought by the big teams from these little teams. Oh, okay. So that damn, that sounds like a monopoly kind of. Yo, it is. Like Nico was telling me that in Germany, there's this team called Bayern Munich. They're like a, the biggest team over there in Germany. 
Uh-huh. And they own another – the owner owns another team that's in, like, the league or, like, something like that. And he'd just be selling players to himself. And he uses that as his youth wow. system. That's smart, but that's kind of fucked up at the same time. Yeah, but Byron's like – they're like they won the Champions League a couple years ago. As I'm saying, a lot of these other leagues is – that's why I like I like the Premier League because it's like it's, – they call it the top six. These top six mm-hmm. teams are like – these are the teams that like are the best teams in the league year in year out. They got the most money, this and that, and like La Liga, it's really it's Real Madrid, it's it's Barca, it's Atlético Madrid. Then it's like everybody else. Villarreal competes, Real Sociedad they compete. These other teams compete. Mm-hmm. To me, it's is them. League One where France is really only PSG, and I think underrated is the Italian league, which I think they have like five or six teams that are all like. Level playing field. That's a good league to watch too. But isn't that kind of whack though? Leagues with only like with less than ten teams. No, they have multiple teams and teams just suck. I'm also just, when, just you're, when you're saying when you're saying they have six teams, they have five teams. You mean they have like six good teams? Exactly. Like in oh. Premier League, it's Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal. Like those teams are like constantly. In the race for the first place, in the race for top five. Oh, yeah, like a couple years ago, you had a Leicester City just came in and won it. That's like a team outside of the top six. Mm-hmm. But all these other teams that are like, like West Ham and Austin Villa, these teams are still good. Word. Like they're gonna they're gonna compete. They're not gonna just roll over. Mm-hmm. These other but, teams, like they, a lot of them suck. So like those those are like the equivalents of like a second round exit kind of teams. Like, you know they're going to be there, but they're not going to, like, win. I would say teams that don't even make the playoffs. Mm. A lot of them. Damn. Well, so you got any That's more why... hot takes? Well? So you got any more hot takes to give us? I can't wait for Nico to hear this and then and then just, like, completely start fuming in the next episode. Like, yo, yo what did you say on, on Monday? I, um, Everton's going to get relegated. That's finishing that bottom mean? three. I think Everton's going to finish bottom three. Mm-hmm. That's a hot take. Yeah. Um, and uh, let me see. I got them winning. I got yeah. – yeah. I have Man City finishing first place. I got Man City finishing first place in okay. in, um, in the Prem. I got Real Madrid finishing first in, in La Liga. Okay. And I got AC Milan finishing first in Italy. Now, out of all these takes that you said, how many do you think Nico would agree with you with? I think he would agree with me with Man City finishing first place. Mm-hmm. He should agree with me that Real Madrid is going to finish first place. <laughs> but he won't. He probably would agree with the AC Milan too. I wouldn't probably. But the individual players' takes, he won't agree yeah. with. Yeah. He's not going to agree with Darwin Nunes winning Golden Boot. I'm going to go around. Fuck it. Juwan Phillips winning Golden Boot in the, in the, in La Liga. And that's, that's, I'm really, I'm really out of takes, but I'm, I'm still, my knowledge is still getting better. Yeah. You're still, you're still getting there. Yeah. I feel you. But, but now, you know, it's, it's a fun sport to watch, bro. There's so many good players. Yes. Like the I'm, way that we feel like, we feel like the NBA stacked, bro. Imagine like, 
that times like 10 cuz like no cat like no cat bro it's just like it's just talent everywhere bro mm-hmm. yeah that 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 sounds pretty crazy it, like it's even not- mls like mls is getting way better bro like way Word, yeah, we, we we spoke about it last time I was on. We had like a little brief conversation about it, how like players are starting to come over here a little bit more. Yeah, it's getting they're getting. I think next like three to five years, you're gonna see like big names go to MLS. Yeah, like because I was reading about it, and they just got a new TV deal, so uh-huh. um, there's like a money influx going on right now. Mm. So it's like, and you know what makes it good too? I like this about soccer. They don't have this in, in like American sports. Mm. And there's no salary cap. Oh, really? So you're just getting, like, it's all about how rich your owner is. So, like, teams are dishing out two, three hundred million in one transfer window. No, 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 no. I'm glad that there's not a freaking uh, – I'm glad that there's a salary cap, bro. Like, that would be so – that would be so OP. The Lakers – The Lakers don't have that much money, though. Well, not that they don't have the actually they're rich, but they're not the richest organization type shit. But yeah, that'll do it, though. Thank you for tuning in. Technical difficulties are busting us, but we'll be back on on 